to your daily dose of TLC with Tom and Luca. Welcome to TLC with Tom and Luca. Welcome to your daily dose of TLC for all things in the educational world. I'm Tom, so that's the T. I'm Luca, and that's the L. And the C. We're just going to have a chat. Let's get to it. And we're delighted to introduce the first episode from the comforts of the beer garden. It's summertime. We're having some lunch, so it's a very relaxed start to these type of podcasts. Don't expect anything too uh, amazing and extraordinary. But we have got, a, I think, a pretty powerful message to, to share with other teachers out there. Luca, why are we doing this? Teaching's hard. But it is also the most rewarding and possibly one of the most entertaining jobs, as we will probably discuss in this podcast. But I think we're both aware at the moment that there is a, um, you know, there is a sense of isolation with new teachers, with young teachers, and basically we just want to put a bit of fun back into it and give people a little bit of a pick-me-up if they need it and go through a few stories and anecdotes of what we've been going through and sharing an insight into actually what real teaching's like. And uh, share some, some tips as well along the way. So, yeah, I mean, Tom is now an Apple Distinguished Educator. Go, Tom. So he'll be sharing some uh, tech-related computing nuggets as well. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to, uh, to doing that. And uh, I'm a big fan of, of, of helping teachers, trying to reduce workload. And we're going to look at the, the cross-comparison between the UK and international um, sides of education. I mean, this probably won't... This probably isn't going to reduce the workload, but it's going to give you an extra 20 minutes where you can uh, just have a listen, switch off and listen to us to ramble on about where we are and what we're up to. And the journey we've taken to get here, because that can be also quite um, influential, quite um, powerful in terms of someone's journey into education. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, to a bit of context, Tom and I trained to be teachers together. Uh, we followed a school direct programme and we, we trained together and it was great. You know? It was. Inner city schools, though, so not the easiest. Not the easiest at all, but we liked it so much that we both got jobs in the same school for our NQT year, and that was six years ago, and now we're going into our yeah, sixth year of teaching. Mm, yeah. um, we spent two years together. Yeah, two very, very, very good years. In we a call them the golden years, right? The school's calling them the golden years, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so a bit of context for the two of us as well is that Tom is teaching in the UK, Um, I have traded in kind of snowy and uh, frozen windscreens for sunnier climates in Kuala Lumpur uh, in Southeast Asia. And what type of school are you in now? I'm in an international school, um, a private fee-paying international school, um, which is different. It is different. So um, over the next uh, few episodes, we'll talk about um, we'll talk about how your your um, your your experience of teaching is a lot a lot different from from mine 
Um, but it's going to be good to draw on similarities and differences. And ultimately, at the core of the why, it's how do we get up every morning with a smile on our face and a spring in our steps. And that's why we gravitated to each other. And we became friends through uh, teacher training at school. Friends. and Yeah, teacher friends. And, um, and now we're, we're, we're best mates. So this is also, in a selfish point of view, it's nice for us to connect um, over the podcast to talk and to share uh, experiences and to to keep each other um, well motivated and enthusiastic as well. So hopefully each week we'll kind of uh, choose a little theme uh, and we'll be reviewing our weeks as well. And uh, yeah, what we'll... hit rock bottom? <laughs> Rocco hit Rocco bottom. If we know anything about your classroom practice, there'll be a, quite a lot of those rock bottom moments, right? Yeah, but, and that's okay. That's the point, isn't it? Like, that's okay. It's fine. You know, as an NQT, you might be going, God, everything's got to be bang on. It's like, no, look, be realistic. Yeah, and we, when we first started, we, we were very intense. We, we were a bit of perfectionists trying to get everything absolutely perfect. But we're going to be honest with you, and I think that's one thing I want to, to, to bring to any listeners, is if you... Um, you need to understand that we're going to be honest with you and we're going to be realistic and and perhaps that's because in your own school you've got leaders um or influencers that aren't particularly realistic they might be um saying one thing and doing another and for us that just doesn't stick agree (laughs) i agree excellent let's get into it What we want to know is a little bit about your story. So we're going to get a few uh, educators in over these episodes and talk to them about their journey into teaching, why they wanted to become a teacher. And more importantly than that, why are they still a teacher? Why on earth, apart from the pay packet at the end of the month? What pay packet? (laughs) It's not enough. Um, Why are you still teaching? So, Luca, over to you. You're going to be our first person who's on um, co-hosting. But we would like to know your journey why did you become a teacher i think i've always i've, I've always enjoyed kind of enjoyed the sound of my own voice i mean most teachers do um i enjoy the sound of my own voice and i know that i've, I've enjoyed working with young people with in sport and football um yeah I, I think it's a case of i enjoy the day-to-day interactions and i wanted to be a teacher because i want to make a difference i know that's, that's the biggest cliche out there but it's a uh, when, when did you find that you that you had a, a talent for teaching i don't nobody has a talent for teaching you just get on with it <laughs> okay when did you when did you find uh you thought yeah this is this is the pathway i want to follow I think I was about 16, 17. Well, that's early. That's a lot earlier than I was. Yeah. I mean, I, I was really lucky to have inspirational teachers with me uh, who taught me. And I kind of thought, well, you know, oh, it seems like a good gig. You know? At secondary school? Yeah, at secondary school. So I originally wanted to teach secondary, uh, secondary school PE um, and then found that quite difficult to get into. Um, and then I kind of stumbled across primary by helping, helping out and volunteering. And kind yeah. of just, I just enjoyed the, uh, the interactions with the kids. Yeah. Excellent. So then you started teaching, you started uh, college and university, and where did it go from then? So after my three-year degree, I uh, enrolled at the university of uh, university here um, for our school direct, 
and um, yeah, since then I did my NQT year and, and then my RQT year. I mean, this profession's full of stupid acronyms anyway. Yeah, so many. Um, RQT, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, and then after that, I decided that, you know, I've always had burning ambitions to travel and to yeah. want to teach abroad. And I uh, was very, 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 very fortunate to... Um, uh, well, you worked hard, you put a good application in. Yeah, so I think I yeah. proofread it for you. You did proofread it. You didn't, you know, spelling and grammar is not your forte. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I was very lucky to um, get a job in Southeast Asia at a very, very, again, good, a great international school. Amazing. So how does that leave you now? Like, if someone came up to you and said, like, out of 10, your job satisfaction, where would you say it's at right now? Uh, out of 10, 8.59. You know? You'd say up to nine. Yeah, I'd say up to nine. That's a strong number, now, really are we, strong. Are we rounding? Yeah, yeah, I'd say definitely round up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we always round up. Yeah, yeah. Be, be positive. Except, except with those really annoying sats paper questions where it'll say how many buses do the kids need and then you get a kid who just puts, who doesn't, yeah. doesn't factor in the extra bus. That is really annoying. Let's not be too nerdy about that. I mean, we're meant to be, we're meant to be a bit chilled on this. Okay, sorry. Let's not be too nerdy. All, All right. right, so that's a strong, that's a strong, uh, really strong score out of 10. Um, but more important than anything, because this is a bit like a, a, a medical kind of clinic of um, those people in need of a bit of a boost uh, to their immune system. Maybe, they're, maybe they've been um, hindered with um, a, a culture and a disease which is just sucking the life and soul of them. And they're, they're isolated in a little school somewhere or they're, they're, they're doing or supply teaching. School, or getting lost in a very big school, in the rat race of teaching. There's so many different... Um, amazing individuals that are like us that can feel so isolated <laughs> like us <laughs> yeah but we're you know good bunch of lads amazing so um we need to end your little story you said you're nine out of ten okay we need to hit hit up there why um why it's so high and if you could give a little first aid kit to someone new in the profession someone experienced in the profession and just say look to put these in your little toolbox when you're feeling down here's what i'm going to include what's going to be in your first aid kit so i kind of yeah narrowing it narrowing it narrowing it down to three you know you've got to remember that you're in a room full of 20 plus little comedians you know laugh at them you know they're they're great little people and they will always laugh with them or laugh at them both both uh, when the time is right um yeah because we, we've sent some pretty awful drawings to each other and um and, and had to be serious and say oh that's really really good but we really know it was shocking and that was a great bit of yeah i mean to, to give you um you know i remember when we used to teach together and we used to you know say oh go and show go and show mr go and show mr so your work good. it's so amazing it, it wasn't it was, it was so bad and i and i'd be like wow great that's a, it's a fantastic elephant you've drawn there and then say no it's not but, yeah. but no, I think I think that's the important thing. Remember that it's a family portrait yeah. or something, <laughs> self-portrait. But I think it's remembering that you know they're your audience, they're your you know they're the people that can inspire you as much as you inspire them. All right. So making them laugh. That's in your having a laugh, having a joke. That's yeah. that's in there. Anything else? Um, I think also as well is knowing that you know the moment you leave, that's when it that's when it should stop. I think it's having that kind of self. You mean leaving at the end of the school day or yeah. leaving... Leaving at the end of the school day. I think, I think that's an important part of the toolkit is knowing that, you know, you switch off when you want. You're in charge of switching off. And I think certainly early on we tried to be so hardworking and at such perfectionists, we didn't switch off. We, we were working till stupid hours, bringing home marking, planning at weekends and, and, and we were a bit naive really. And to be honest, we burnt a candle at both ends. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, but I think it's also important to um, 
as well. Same as the kids, that the kids can be the inspiration. Also the people around you, you know, within your community at work or the school you're in, whether it is the site manager or it's the lady in the office, you know, the, those people around you, a quick hello, a quick... I love that. One good thing I'd say... Um should be in that toolkit is getting to know people on the level from like the school cook to the caretaker to the the high the, the hierarchy of your school you know everyone deserves a chat everyone deserves respect because you never know when you might need them as well yeah uh, absolutely i think you know a third thing would be just to remember that you're human remember that you can't always get things right you won't get things right and it's not all about being the best you know i think you know teaching is not a profession where you want to oh, I have to be the best I have to be the best all the time you know yes you set yourself high standards but you know you need to make sure that you're realistic in what you do um, and that your well-being and your mentality comes first thanks very much we'll add them to the uh, the first first episodes first aid kit thanks very much buddy thanks um, for sharing so welcome back we've almost uh, well we have we switched roles now and I'm going to be reciprocating the questions to Tom that he's just asked me. I mean, most importantly, I'd like to, I know you can't visually see this, but Tom, talk us through the polo shirt that you've decided to wear today. Well, it's pink and we have been golfing this morning, so it's um, it's a nice pink polo, mate. Fuchsia? It's just pink. Get on with your questioning. Okay. We'll move on from the extra small polo. Um, so, it's just excess for extra strong okay so moving on you asked me you know why did I get into teaching and I'll kind of go down a different tact and you know what inspires you every day okay so um, I've always been quite well motivated no matter what I've done um, I've always found pleasure in um, in I don't know just successes small wins Um, I'm a people person as well so I like to be the the engine in the in the staff room i like to be the the go-getter the one that says yes and the positive thinker but um for me it's um it's all about empowering others and that's why i'm on a bit of a mission to beat boredom in the classroom um i didn't have the best experience when i was a kid in primary school um in fact it was awful i remember my um year six teacher just telling me she was like oh, i just not very good <laughs> it's thick basically i think she said that i think it's thick um and very I, very motivational yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah she still has dyslexic and stuff and um and there's nothing obviously wrong with that because um dyslexia is a, a serious thing very difficult to diagnose but i'm not but um yeah, maybe at the time it was something we just slapped labels on but um I have always had lots of energy as you know like uh, as friends but um, i kind of bring people together Um, always up for things lots of energy and in school I wasn't as well received so my energy to like do stuff um, there wasn't many avenues to to get up and do things I mean I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far as to say I was like liked acting because I didn't that was all more my sister's type of forte but um you know what if we were doing a a piece in English because I love English that's like my go-to subject I, I love I love literacy so if we were doing something exciting, um, I'd I'd be happy to do just explore other avenues to, to, to learn and to feedback. So whether it's like physical, getting up there and showing, uh, or doing some artwork or whatever. And I feel like my my experience as as in primaries was a bit dogmatic in their approach. I mean, you mentioned earlier about being inspired by secondary school teachers. 
and they appreciated me for kind of the, the talents and the skills I brought and they used my energy and they harnessed it in the right positive way was was when I thought actually yeah I kind of I get you because you get me I think I think definitely there. there's a few more things we can add to our kind of toolkit there I mean energy enthusiasm and um yeah, and recognising that power to inspire. Yeah, it's um, difficult to do that, I think, on your own as well. And um, that's why we need a community, I suppose, of teachers. Because I, I find like sometimes you, you put the energy in and it's coming out flat um, as, an, as an adult. So, yeah, so my, my journey into teaching uh, didn't start off too well at primary. Secondary was great. Similar to you, actually, I was quite physical, so I got into sports quite a lot. Some great um, secondary school teachers there. And... Um, and then through college, um, I had a great time, took a year out, did a bit of traveling. I'm fortunate enough to have some family in Australia, <clears throat> some in Canada, and um, managed to go and explore the world a little bit and, and work out in different places in the world. And um, I stumbled upon teaching in my last year of uni. I've been, I've been studying and planning to go into the Royal Air Force in the physical training branch. And they did, um, they did a bit of defense uh, Defence Review 2010, they cut it back. And so what was the moment then? What was the moment that you were like, right, I want to be, t- I want to be a teacher? I did it by accident. I, um, I didn't want to do a post-grad in sports and I didn't want to do a post-grad in, uh, in anything else. And they said, oh, Tom, why don't you try a PGCE? Because it will add another string to your bow when you, when you apply to the, to the RAF, the Royal Air Force. And, um, well, I've never looked back. Like I've not even, I didn't even do basic training. I didn't put an application to RAF. I started my PGC in Nottingham. Yeah, I, th- I think it's worth pointing out here a little, um, a little story from the past with that. Oh God! Is we, yeah. Oh God! Oh God! He says. So we turned up for our first uh, school, <laughs> school, school, our, our first school direct training, and uh, you know we, know we were invited to this school to go along, and uh, you know we never met each other before. It's a big day for a lot of people. Yeah, big day. yeah, it was a big day. Uh, obviously, you know, we turned up. Uh, myself, I turned up. You know, fairly formal with a shirt, trousers, maybe a tie. It was quite hot. And then uh, I see this fella who's got overalls on. He's got paint all over his face. He's got workman. He's got Doc Martens on. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, who's bought the cleaner in? Like, who's who? If they got like site managers got an apprentice in for the day, and he, you know, he's he's got a builder's tee, very strong. He sits down. He's like. All right, I'm Tom. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for teach training. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Go and paint the wall. And he was like, yeah, no, seriously, man, I am. I'm like, all right, okay, then. All right, go make me a tea. I, like, so this is the type of person I am. I was working five jobs. I, I kid you not. So uh, one of my jobs was to work with my friend Jason, and he does a lot of like uh, building work, and he's a fireman as well. But I love Jason, and I used to work with him during the day. So I didn't have much time, and I maybe. Um, undervalued the importance of first impressions <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> who's this guy <laughs> the site manager's apprentice so um i never looked back as soon as i started teaching training but i would not say he wore a suit every day that's true and i still do i still look smart at work i think um but i have hit quite a few speed bumps i reckon in, in my profession it's not as rosy as maybe it seems on the outside because it's it, teaching is you get you can get isolated quite quickly in schools and um what's well, that go on then Let, let's go let's go your top three then top three things that you would add to your teacher toolkit yeah so um what would i put in the first aid survival box? yeah the survival or to thrive don't you? you want to thrive i would say you mentioned energy yeah so energy's got to be in there but that's not natural to everyone 
I get energy from other people, right? So what I would say, a top tip, is go and find a person who is giving you energy. Stay away from the mood hoovers, the Dysons oh, of the staff yes. room. Stay away from those people the that... Energy vampires. Yeah, yeah they just energy. moan at everything. You bring in something new or exciting or... Uh, yeah, maybe you've seen it before, but look, it's something that the school wants to go in that direction. And they just go, no, and they moan, and they or they talk behind people's backs. Like, stay away from them, because if you gravitate towards the wrong people... So top tip, I'd say surround yourself by strength in the staff room. I'd say the second thing to put in there, along with the, the plasters and the ibuprofen, would be to prepare. I'd say preparation is key. Um prepare your resources and it took it does take it does take time and it takes experience in teaching but once they're done once or done a few times you can exactly. roll out the same resources exactly. don't be afraid to use the same resources. don't be a perfectionist with your resources um but just make sure they're there and you've just covered the basics so you've got enough for your lowers you've got enough for your hires and you're doing the basics uh differentiation is is it's, it's got to be bread and butter nowadays like if you if you're not differentiating then then i'm afraid you're just not thinking and you're not providing the opportunities for for your different abilities in your class so you do need to prepare but don't panic if it's not clean cut just make sure you've got a, in your head a plan and the third thing i would say is network i think your school might just have the kind of um, <laughs> the forest gumper chocolates, right? So you've got different types of uh, personalities, different type of people in every single school. You never know what you're going to get, but you you know you're going to get some people that are a bit dry, a bit boring. You're going to get people enthusiastic, whatever. Absolutely what, loose. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why I'm doing this, right? Is to go and inspire and to connect with people who are like-minded and oh my god i am so annoyed that so many passionate amazing professionals have left our profession in the uk because they've just not found people that will support them who inspire them as well like yeah i think that's a part of the problem isn't it that there's lots of young teachers you know i'm talking the 24 to 30 bracket mm -hmm. who are kind of moving up and they're finding their feet and getting used to their practice. especially when they see their peers who might have gone to uni with them as well and and, and in the private sector yeah earning more money earning a lot yeah. a lot more but uh, one thing i will say which is an amazing thing um, you know being in this profession you get an, a huge amount of of holidays but you need to use that as well maybe someone else will come be, up with yeah, that top tip because that'll, that'll, be, an episode. that'll yeah. be an episode about holidays but i think going back to knowing that you know that bracket of teachers who are kind of becoming a bit disillusioned i think you know they're in places where they're not being supported or not being guided not being yeah. advised properly and i think yeah. for us you know we've been quite fortunate where we kind of are kind of aren't you know we've been able to bounce ideas off each other so i think yeah you know the point that tom's made about surrounding yourself with the people who are like-minded is up there yeah definitely, definitely. networking uh, so energy and networking and um and that's it thanks very much how was your lunch nice uh, beef beef ciabatta very nice some people say ciabatta what would you say as an italian man ciabatta ciabatta okay excellent we've had a good lunch our first episode has been recorded it's in the bag how do you feel it went it's all right it's, it's, it's hard it's harder than you think Mm -hmm. Yeah, try not to stutter or, you know, you stutter a lot. We've decided, that's true, but I get excited quite, quite quickly. Um, oh, we've decided to roll it out anyway and not to be perfectionist, right? I agreed, I agreed. Like, you know, being, being a perfectionist in our job, is, you just won't last long enough. Yeah, we need you... to do this on the fly. So we're sending it out. It's not going to be polished, but it's going to be hopefully as powerful 
as we intend it to be because we're hoping to um, connect with people who are isolated on the way to work needing a little bit of a boost uh, on the way back after a long day or whatever it is whether you're at the gym or going for a run just so that somebody can come in your ears <laughs> join us next week where we're going to interview a few more special guests and i look forward to adding to our ever-increasing toolkit of what you need no, to not thrive a it's, it's not, not what is it it's not a toolkit it's um it's a first day, first day box first day box to thrive yeah i shouldn't be driving Get your daily dose of TLC with an educational podcast from Tom and Luca. Subscribe to Prescribe.